Psalm 55, verses 20 through 21. My companion attacks his friends. He violates his covenant. His speech is smooth as butter, yet war is in his heart. Nathan, one of the things that I uh, first uh, kind of uh, thought of uh, when I read this uh, um, short passage from Psalm 55 is the use of language. His speech is smooth as butter, Mm. (laughs) yet war is in his heart. And this is David speaking. And we think of David, you know, as the, 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 the one who had a heart for God and the one who was, you know, chosen by God for uh, Samuel um, selected him to become the next king of Israel because he did have a heart for God. But through, through his long lifetime, David had many, many enemies. And the world that Christ was born into, uh, what, a thousand years later, uh, uh, it, it was a world that I describe in the way I reflected on this passage. All of us are born into a world bereft, into a bereft world. And David is one of the supreme, it's supreme poets. A thousand years after David, Jesus enters the same needy world. He is inauspiciously born on a cold night in the, in the town that is the birthplace of David himself. Soon enough, the kings of the earth will gather their agents of darkness to find and destroy the one who has come to save many. That's really good, Eric. What great reflections. When I was reading these words, when I was hearing them read, I was thinking about how these descriptions are like a a mirror opposite or a, a negative of an image of the character of Jesus. In each of these phrases, it says, my, my companion attacks his friends. That's that first phrase. Well, Jesus didn't attack his friends. He laid down his life for his friends. Second phrase is, says he violates his covenant. Jesus is the great covenant keeper. You know, this cup is the new covenant in my blood and he's the faithful. He never violates that covenant. His speech is smooth as butter, yet war is in his heart. You know, Jesus was not necessarily the most highly educated, smoothest talking man. So you can't say his speech was smooth as butter. Uh, yet war is in his heart. Peace is in the heart of Christ. He's the Prince of Peace. It's just It was just standing out to me how this evildoer is the exact opposite of who our Lord is. I think you gave uh, everybody listening to this a wonderful instruction of how you construct a sermon. (laughs) Because, uh, you know, I kind of glossed over these words and then I took a kind of a generalization from it and then wrote my own reflection on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's helpful. Uh, I think one of the predispositions we have is to think that the world's really a good place and there are a few bad people in it. Hmm. But that just goes in the face of the entire story of Genesis running through <laughs> the entire Bible. Yeah. But many churches have, you know, given in to, you know, we're good and getting better. And hmm. on top of that, if you're really good, God will make us rich. And if we are good and rich, we will, uh, it will reflect on our family. Well, unfortunately, right. you know, the book of Job is in the Bible. And that says uh, that 
that point of view is not actually on target at all. Uh, but the way you did that is so helpful because it forces you to stop and look and listen when you see mm-hmm. these verbs yeah. that yeah. are, you know, jumping out at you. And then you relate them to being in the actual, actually the opposite of who Jesus is. Well, I think that's wonderful. I, I definitely think you're observing exactly what um exactly what I try to do when I preach or when I teach the Bible I just try to slow down okay what's the phrase right in here attacks his friends okay attacks his friends well Jesus laid down his life for his friends yeah so I just try to slow down long enough like you said stop and look what is the text actually saying you know as Eugene Peterson used to say there's a picture in that word you know he understood the nature, especially the Hebrew language, how often there's a, there's a metaphor, there's an image, there's an illustration right in each word or, you know, some of the words of a sentence. And if you just slow down long enough and look at them, dwell on them, behold them, then when the Holy Spirit then is infused in the living uh, word, then you're going to gain understanding just by kind of sinking your teeth into the meat of the word and, and um, savoring it. But you did that extremely well, and I, I think it's incredibly helpful. It's helpful to me and to everybody else listening to this is that it's not the number of words you read. It's how you read them, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a, that's a teaching ministry mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. What you've just done is both preaching and teaching mm-hmm. uh, because he violates. What a great word, violates his covenant. Mm-hmm. His speech is smooth. But see, I even, when I started this out, I said, boy, it really stopped me when I read this and I read his speech is smooth yeah. as butter. That really just jumped out at me and stopped me yeah. in my tracks. Yep. There's a picture in that word, like Eugene Peterson says, his speech is smooth as butter. Oh, just look at that. Behold that, you know? It's great. Yeah.